You are listening to the When Life Stops podcast, season two, with your host, Daytola and Stella. We are both moms who have loved and lost, and we're so glad to have you listening. Every week, you would hear more about our stories, some relatable interviews, as well as practical tips that you can apply to help you find new meaning after loss. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode seven, season two of the When Life Stops podcast. We are so thrilled and excited to be back. Hi, Stella. How are you doing today? Hi, Detola. I am upset. I am wonderful. Really, really <laughs> excited about today's episode. Thank yes, you. How are you? I'm Ooh. fine. I'm well. I'm grateful to be alive. And I'm so excited because we have a very special guest with us. And I think it's maybe because of the topic. It's such a delicate, sensitive, but important topic, which yeah. is moving forward after the death of a spouse. The death of a spouse is probably one of the most devastating mm-hmm. tragedies ever. Mm. Especially when, you know, you've had a good marriage and dreams of growing all together. You know, you've had dreams yeah. of doing yeah. different things, building your life together, right? Because when you get married, mm-hmm. your head, you're like, it's for life, right? Yeah, yeah. So we want to explore this sensitive topic today with our special guest. Yeah, today we have with us the amazing Upa Dupa Super Dupa. <laughs> Amazingly duper duper adekule adeola. I know you, you got that wrong word. Adeola. Ade. Ah. I hope I pronounced that right. Adeola. Aha, uh-huh. adeola. Forgive me, guys. Yes, I am uh-huh. a Nigerian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know him as Snatcher. So the Snatcher. One and only <laughs> Snatcher. He's a Nigerian gospel singer. Yeah, he's a Nigerian gospel singer. He's an actor and CEO of Assault TV. He was part of the duo Rooftop MC. Yes, and he's also the creative director and CEO of Shutter Snatcher. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know, Stella, we've been, we've been, this today calls for celebration. Yes. Because so... we actually have our first celebrity on the Celebrity is in the house. <laughs> My oh, shoulder pad is like, oh shit, oh shit, oh, oh shit. Hi. This is us. Let's <laughs> we global. We, we made it. Yeah, we made it. We have made it. <laughs> Oh gosh. Obviously, thank you, we, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you. Obviously, we wished you were on our podcast for a different reason. But hey, even the podcasts on its own, you know, when life stops, <laughs> right? It's, it's for that reason. It's for that reason. If it was a different reason, I would not be on your podcast. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but we're so glad. We're so glad to have you here with us, Snatcher. We'll just stick to Snatcher for now because that's all we know. We all know him by. <laughs> you know, I personally, of, of course, I've always known about Snatcher and Rooftop MCs. I remember him with his dreads and all. <laughs> but personally, face to face, I met him through my husband a few years ago. Yeah. No, a number of years ago. Yeah, and I remember them okay. coming to our home, and I was so you should have seen me. Now we're from the DM now. You remember? I'm <laughs> yeah, such a groupie. Like, ah. <laughs> 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 but 
has it? I did not behave oh, myself yeah. that day. I was trying to comport <laughs> myself. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I I'm like celebrities in my house, you know. Oh. And I think it's interesting that um my husband and I both listen to different kinds of music, but <laughs> rooftop MC is probably one of the few that we enjoy together. So I remember oh. on our way to church, we would play their uh, oh. CDs, Lagimo, and all the oh. amazing songs, you know. And <laughs> Anyway, let's just get into yeah. it. But I'll yeah. just keep my, my son, my son loves noise. Hey. You know, oh. noise. <laughs> noise, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's That's amazing. And we're so so glad to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, we're we're so excited. So um, yeah, let's let's get into it, Stella. <laughs> All right. So we've done a little, you know, intro. Um, but yeah, we never do justice yeah. in our intros. So mm-hmm. please tell us about yourself. Uh, the one you have done is okay. <laughs> tell us, tell us about yourself, what you do. I think that's in probably, your own words. I think that's probably the hardest part of interviews, talking mm-hmm. about myself. I don't like talking about myself. But um, I'm everything you said. <laughs> and the find out for. Wow. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah that's it really um mm. music to music currently doing for the first time ever writing wow. whoa 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 right yeah. up my street bro <laughs> <laughs> but not 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 something conventional something slightly different um what i, what I Every, think... everything about you nothing about you is conventional <laughs> so what are mm. we talking about i mean because a lot of people were like oh write about your experience i don't mm. And mm. I'm not particularly. I love books. I have mm. some. Most some of my closest friends are books, mm. but I don't have that time and luxury to read. Mm. Mm. So I'm more into audiobooks now. Yeah. So I, I just yeah. I invest a lot more in audiobooks. Mm. But um, what I writing almost done writing. I'm writing a journal, mm. more or less. And I think I think people need journals a lot yeah. more. Yeah. And yeah, so just basically being able to write down your thoughts. And for me, it's, it's what I'm doing, some sort of, some sort of book of remembrance. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, wow. Te- you'll tell us more about that. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like you said, there is a reason why you're on this podcast. And mm. I would like you to share some of that story with us. You know, let's start from the beginning. We'll, I know Stella is a romantic. Me, I'm a. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah. You're an in-betweener. I'm in-betweener. <laughs> in-betweener. I love love, right? And um, don't mind me. I'm, I'm trying to pretend that I'm not a romantic, but yeah, <laughs> down I am. So, you know, how you met your wife, you can tell us that briefly, when you got married, and the day when life stopped for you. It was a clear dark night. <laughs> I was born. Uh-uh, not that beginning. Okay, wait, no. okay. let me free you. Let me I woke you. up, I brushed my teeth one day. <laughs> I had a bar cover my hair. <laughs> All right. So um, I think <laughs> the previous year, I just got out of a very long relationship. And, you know, when you, because I didn't have a reason to leave the relationship, it was, and I couldn't say the Lord said, you're not the one. Mm. It doesn't, it sounds like a Christian version of it's not you, it's me. Or mm. those, <laughs> you know, so, so I just... <laughs> I just basically avoided, which was even worse. I basically avoided the person I was in a relationship with for, for months. 
So I know one time I was doing a I was doing a play. It was um, Tarzan monologue versus vagina monologue. It was basically a I don't know if you know about the vagina monologue. It's a story about women liberation and all of that. Mm-hmm. So we did the Nigerian yeah. version of that, but about women going through stuff in marriages and life and mm-hmm. whatever. Then we now had the men version. Then, mm. which I was in with OC and some other people, then we have now had the men versus female version. Right. It was a really great production with Rachel Doyle, Kate Ensha, and all the people. But at that production, she came for one of the plays and said, You, I know, basically just broke up with me. And I felt, wow. <sighs> and I, felt I was really sad. Yeah. In the sense oh, that, feelings. <laughs> you know, when you're with someone, they are short, ah, nothing, this is God. You know, mm. people are spiritual, you're going to. So I just thought, you know what, this married thing is not for me. So I'm not going to do it. But maybe we'll just be, me, me and God will probably just have some sort of arrangements where for me, it will remove fornication as a sin. <laughs> and just oh allow God. me to be living my life like that. So we're still talking <laughs> back and forth about that. So in December, I had, I went for administration somewhere and Dr. Renconoli was there, was ministering. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be singing. He was supposed to be preaching and singing. And he just looked at me, said, you would, you would meet your wife this year. I'm like, I don't believe that scene. He said, one form saying prophesy. He said, everybody prophesy, he said, one prophesy. I just, I said, yeah. And that was, so, but in two days later, we came to the UK and um, for a concert. And so I just called a friend of mine, DG from Four Corners. We're having a meeting. Let me just make it short. Mm-hmm. And basically we're just talking and this lady walked by. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> it was the guy was like, why are you looking up at that? I said, I think my wife just passed. Mm-hmm. So I just got up. Um, I was looking towards where she was. And I saw a friend of mine with her. She was there with her boyfriend. And oh, my oh. friend was there with his girlfriend. And they were just having like a dinner. And I walked up to say hello to my friend. And said hello to her, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I went to see a friend. A friend of mine called me and said, oh, there's this girl coming to see him. Um, she, she brought some stuff from Nigeria for her and, um, blah, blah, blah. She didn't want to come to his room alone. So I said, okay, I'm in my friend's room. He's a pastor. So you don't worry. You'll be safe. You're afraid to come to my room and all that. <laughs> so she came up to me to get her stuff and we talked and it was like, Hey, a friend, of basically we just hung out the entire day. Mm-hmm. And the next day was our concert it was a crossover concert. So we met the night the crossover so after the concert she invited me to church the next day mm. and i was like okay because i exchanged strange pins and then oh yeah bb right yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we were chatting all the way and because anyway we i came to her church and after that we just hung out and talked and i asked her out the next day so like oh. ah we only met three days ago wow. blah 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 and she was like, besides, I have a boyfriend. Long mm. story short, we surgically removed the boyfriend in the realm of the spirit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, they started having, they were having issues. So, oh and all that. So, she, they broke up. And I was like, look. And she was like, look, I just got a relationship start. I said, look, the, there are wars and rumors of wars. We don't know whether Jesus is coming soon. There's actually people are dying every day. Which, who has time to be thinking, you know, I don't know you very well. Let's hurry up before this uh, it's oh finished and all that so so we started dating in february wow. and the week after we started dating i asked her to marry me wow. and wow. i was in nigeria she was in france 
Wow. Yeah, she went to go and do markets. And, you know, so, but then I came back mm. in April or May, thereabouts, and redid the proposal and all that. There. Long story short, we got married in October. That year. Whoa. Wow. Fast track. <laughs> no time. <laughs> and, oh, wow. Yeah, so we got married in October. Um, so I was coming back and forth for, for a bit until I I wouldn't say God told me to well God told me to relocate and mm. but I I did not want to do that. Mm. I you know mm. my career was rural shop premises were probably the highest earning gospel um contemporary artists at that time mm. and you know we had plans there's so many things to do but mm. i mean but then my partner clever said he, he says that god wants us to move I'm like yeah i feel so but someone leave that scene <laughs> but still enjoying let's be toying the world and all of that but um god forced me mm. not to go back mm. just to stay and and i know that I mean, the, the issue started on night of our wedding. I know that um, while during the wedding, when she went to go and change, mm. she just called me and she was like, she felt she was bleeding. Mm. Wow. Okay. So our honeymoon was messed up because she was sick all through. Wow. So, wow. so I thought, okay, what's going on? And mm. but say, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically when it started. Wow. From the beginning. From the wow. beginning of beginning. Yeah, wow. That's where yeah, it that's started. Deep, <laughs> that's deep. Mm. Wow. Hmm. So okay. I know you <laughs> started like okay, awkward silence. I know you've 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 shared with us, you know, how you met. You know, I've actually heard this version of the story, but from Jennifer's point mm. of view. I have you know, so. do you want to share that slightly with us, Bella? Well, exactly exactly the same, you know, okay. the same scenario of how they met. Mm. And I got a little bit more private into what her previous boyfriend was like and all the right. drama. <laughs> you yeah. know, so yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. You know, Jennifer was my my good good sister, my mm-hmm. friend. So I, yeah. I know <laughs> I know so, that's part of the story. Okay. So now I want you to talk briefly, you know, about <laughs> <laughs> about when life stopped. Mm. The day it happened. Oh, that day itself. Mm. Just the day or a bit before anyway. No, well, well, I mean. The journey started from that, from our wedding night, so mm-hmm. up until then. But um, that particular day, um, I'd woken up early, as always, to get the kids ready and um, already dressed them up for school. And she wanted to get up to help. So well, usually what I try to do is sneak up early, earlier mm. while she's still asleep and so that she wouldn't be forced. She always wants to do everything. Just get get them ready. So they were about to be ready. And next, I just heard, I think she was just banging on the bed. And mm. I rushed in and she couldn't breathe. Mm. We had gone to the GP two days before with her respiratory issue to find out why she couldn't breathe properly mm. and all that. And they told us to get a nebulizer, which we ordered. And mm. it came actually came that day wow. after she passed. Wow. But um, So she couldn't breathe. So, 
immediately I just called um, emergency services. They came, told them the whole thing, and they were trying to resuscitate her. Mm. And um, I think she fell off the bed. It was just a huge struggle. Mm. Um, so they needed to move her, but they called the fire services so probably either because they uh, they put the what's more call it on her chest mm. to try to get her to breathe properly. And so the fire services, the plan I think the plan was to um, take off the roof of the house mm. so they could take her through because. By taking her down the stairs mm. outside, they couldn't get her off the machine. Wow. They had to keep her on the machine till they got to the hospital. Mm. But while they were doing their calculations, the air ambulance, everyone came in. Mm. But at the end of the day, they were struggling and mm. just they had to turn it off. And immediately they turned it off. Mm. It was all over. She couldn't breathe. Wow. Mm. yeah so it was it was i had to and the kids were in the other room i had to keep mm. my brother came mm. tried to call her back to life mm. and mm. you know i i think i don't know i was just numb i was just yeah looking, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah wow. so, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that with us you mm. know and um really thank you for sharing that with us mm. so i yeah. just mentioned that you were numb what were some of the other emotions you felt that you probably couldn't give a, a name to or a voice to at that time? But now that you've reflected on it, what were some of the emotions that you felt? I'm not sure how much I reflected on it. I try not to reflect okay. on that day per se, yeah. but I know that I didn't immediately, I didn't have time to feel in the <laughs> sense that I had to speak to the kids yeah i mean yeah. so many people in the house they were scared they were wondering what was happening and i didn't want to leave it to later or anything mm. so i just had to speak to them i had to talk mm. to them so and everything was so go 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 the entire day i was just singing mm. um one of my pastors uh, his name is chin Tokushaku. he has a song called um, I have the light of God in me. I have the spirit mm-hmm. of the Son of God. And that's what I was singing all through the day. Wow. When people were coming, I was just murmuring mm-hmm. that to myself and just, mm-hmm. you know, just, that's all I was just singing. Because um, when I was about to leave Nigeria, um, I talked to three pastors about it. They were my friends then. And I spoke to Pastor, Chin- um, no, Pastor Chris Delvin. He's, mm. he's a pastor based in Kaduna. And I spoke to him and told him that I was going to. And he said that God has chosen <laughs> the island of England as your, what was it? God has chosen England for you as a place for you to be tested. Wow. That I can sense that your spirit is troubled. Or just go. <laughs> wow. Go your might. And, you know, so things started flashing in my head. I, I just kept singing that song. Mm. So, so, but I had to, first of all, speak to the children, then get a friend mm. to take them away for a week mm. because I didn't want them to see people coming in, mm. crying, drama. So I mm. wanted to guard them from all of that. So yeah. after talking to them, I just sent them off. Yeah. Hmm. When, you, when you spoke, oh, wow, I'm just, because this is the first time I'm hearing all of this. So, Mm-hmm. Obviously, my emotions are catching up with. I mean, I know <laughs> Stella and Snatcher, you, you're, you've been on this journey for mm-hmm. a while. Of, of course, small you, Snatcher. So for me, it's more mm-hmm. like I need to get my tissues right now. <laughs> so when you you said you spoke to them, what did you yeah. tell them? What was their reaction? 
I, you know, I, I told them that, um, I, first of all, you know, I just called them together, prayed with them for a bit. Mm. And of course my daughter was kept saying what's happening. And I said that, you know, how, uh, God, we say God loves us so much mm. and God cares for us so much. And God knows that you need mommy so much and you love mommy so much, mm. but you know that God loves mommy more than you. Mm. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 and all that. And God loves you more than mommy. And God loves mommy more than you. And he misses her so much, he would like to see her. Mm-hmm. And so he has, he has asked mom to come um, to him. And so right now, guess what? Mommy's like a superhero now. She has wings. Mm-hmm. She can fly. She can watch over you. I'm like, oh, wow, so cool. Mm-hmm. And that's what the little ones were saying. But I, uh, when I told some, when I said to them, but you won't see her anymore. Mm. but she will see you but you'll feel that anytime you touch your heartbeat you'll feel that that's her and um seven just she did she just her tears just started rolling down her eyes Mm. and she went by the window and she was just looking out the window and she was just staring and um the other two were like wow they were still excited and Mm. when the my friends were taking them to their place they passed by the hospital and Trinity, my second daughter, said, oh, mommy is there. Mm. Thinking that mommy, because she's always going to the hospital, that, oh, she's there, she'll be back soon. And um, Seven said, uh, my first daughter said, um, no, she's in heaven. Mm. She's in heaven mm. now. Mm. So that was that for that day. I mean, there were other days where she would wake up in the middle of the night. I miss my mommy. Yeah. And, you know, mm. I would have to talk her through it all through the night and, you know, just mm. be with her. And um, there are other days where there are other days where um, she will use that to get out of trouble. Mm. I say, if I give you slap, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that I could say that you're like, come on, it's not fair. Don't don't do that. And, mm. you know, so just it was. But what I had to do also was make sure that we had family tradition that we do. Mm. We, every Friday mm. we have movie nights. Um, mm. Saturdays she... Jennifer would sit with seven because she's older and watch. How old were they at the time? If you don't mind me asking. Um, they were seven was seven. Okay. (laughs) Trinity was five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zion was four. Rain was six months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that was it. So, um, yeah. So we had to now up until we got to a point where, it's no longer it's hot topic. We talked about how for I mean I just made sure in conversation I still opened up again just to see mm-hmm. where they're at mm-hmm. and just to keep the memory yeah. and all of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, until the I I could sense that it got into a position where they're now comfortable mm-hmm. about it. Mm. Wow, wow! It's amazing how you know the wisdom and grace God is giving mm-hmm. you and God gave you at that initial point to kind of normalize that subject you know Uh with the kids the subject of of losing a parent with the kids Mm. you know and in in one of our episodes where we talked about helping children in grief you know most of the things that you're talking about are things that we were teaching in that um in that episode so it's it's just amazing Mm. how god helps us you know we don't even know that what we are doing is what we should be doing you know, exactly. God helps us, exactly. you know, so 
it's 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 amazing to hear how he's helping you and he will continue to help you through Amen. this you know Amen. so i'm just going to go um straight to the next question you know in season one we talked about six grief meets <laughs> which people of, often say you know one being don't feel bad number two replace the loss grieve alone time heals all wounds be strong be strong for the children keep busy you know so these are some of the the, the myths that people say to people when they're grieving, you know, and which one of these did you hear after your wife died? And which, which one, you, which one did you find or, or what other unhelpful advice did you hear? Mm, I heard all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I heard all sorts of things. Unhealthy advice. Eat now, eat something. That uh, was healthy. <laughs> I think initially I was thinking of writing a book about all the nonsense things I heard. Yeah, I I can write a book about that. (laughs) I heard you. I pity you. What? I I pity you. I pity you. I think maybe the person was trying to say sorry. I I heard I pity you. I was doing a production. I was doing something for the church. Um, for my church, the church, uh, the local church I go to, was trying to. I think we're doing like we're trying to work on a production, like a stage production. And someone said, "Ah, this one that's not just wife I died. Does that mean that we'll not do this show again?" Mm. I heard that. Wow. Um, that because they said the show must go on, so, mm. and so why do we have to stop because mm. wife wow. died? Wow, that's I heard that. Wow. I heard. Uh, I heard from an ex that, uh, you see, if you have married me now, mm. yeah, mm. I wouldn't have died on you. Mm. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> oh, and I heard, come and marry me now. Come and take care of you and the children. Oh. Um, what else did I hear? But, um, but a lot of people came, and I heard a lot of it as well. Mm. And... I, my mind, some people are like, it is well, it is well. I heard, yes, I had be strong. And I thought to myself, eh, but see, you came with your wife. Mm-hmm. So you are holding hands and telling me be strong. Mm-hmm. And you now go home mm-hmm. with your own wife. Mm-hmm. I still have to go back to the bed and sleep on the bed where she passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I heard all of that. And, um, but I mean, but the thing is I had family around me immediately. My sister was in Ireland. She I was actually, I think, going to see her GP when she heard she just parked and drove straight to the airport, came. Mm. Um, I had people from church come over. I mean, and I was thinking, first of all, I thought, wow, these people, why are they here? They should go. Mm-hmm. And when everybody mm-hmm. left, I'm thinking, where's everybody? Yeah. They should come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I just wanted everybody to leave. At the same time, I wanted everybody to stay. Yeah. Who yeah. does that? Yeah. So, but yeah, there was just a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, but all everything, all those um, stages of I don't know, I don't know if I felt it, I don't know, but I don't think it worked. But I just went through it the way I knew how to, yeah. where I could. I I knew that the major thought in my head was the children. Yeah, I didn't want them to feel anything. I didn't want anything to change. They had um, it was um, Christmas time. They had. Um, stage um what they call this the nativity place to do mm. i had to be there so i still had to do the school runs 
because mm. I took I, I still had to carry on with normal life. Yes, with normal life. Mm. And I know that people that were around to help don't be around forever. They have to go back to their lives. Mm. So, so and all that. So people did inconvenience themselves just to help me out, and I hate putting people in that spot. So mm. I had to go back to life as normal and just mm. keep going. And I knew that things were going to be very difficult from that moment. Mm. I had to really brace myself for that. Mm. Um, it wasn't about keep being busy because I could stop and the thought keeps coming. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. the thoughts keep coming. I mean, one of the reasons why I refused to do lying in states and go and see the body and all of that, I didn't want that memory. I didn't want that mm. picture. You know, because every time I tried to think about it, I couldn't get past yes. what happened that day. Mm-hmm. The, the thoughts couldn't go beyond that day. And, you know, I just didn't want that. And a friend of mine said to me that I was angry with God on your behalf. Uh, like, mm-hmm. whether I don't be angry with God for me, I never, I wasn't angry mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. I was, first thought I had was, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair in the sense that I thought that, she went through a lot in her life. Mm-hmm. She was someone who just wanted to love people mm-hmm. and either naively or whatever expected that because she pours so much in people and loves people so dearly, she expected that they would love her back in return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also because of the things she had been through in life, she also, when she was getting love, sometimes she doesn't recognize it as love. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't recognize it. So she always thought, ah, do I need to do more? Do I need to, oh, why am I not being accepted? Why do I, but I, and you know, but she had, we now gotten to a point, the moment we got to a point where, I mean, financially also, things started looking good. Mm-hmm. That was when she went. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't even, you know, it was after, so she more or less similarly got better. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what's, why did you heal her to, Take her. Take her. So okay. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? What's next? The plus mm-hmm. the plan was for us to. We thought the plan was we're supposed to do A B C D E together. Mm-hmm. Gone. Mm-hmm. And now she's gone. So yeah. what next? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that was it. That, that's grief for you. You know, mm. when loss of hope, expectation, dreams yeah. have been cut short, it just messes you up. And you're like. What is this? And, you know, I'm so glad you touched about, you're like, you're not sure if you went through the stages. We don't believe that there are stages to grieve because every relationship is unique. And so stages tend to put people in a linear, in a box box that Mm. you must go from. But some people are like, you know, I didn't, I I grieve the way I need to grieve because grief Mm -hmm. is unique to individuals, right? And so when people try and put stages on us, it just, it makes you think you're not grieving the right way and that exactly. just complicates your grief. You know? mm, the book says at this time I should be crying. Why exactly. am I not crying? Why am I not and, crying? I, and I thought about that. So I was like, why am I not crying? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I hardly, I don't cry. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so is it that I don't love her enough? Mm-hmm. Is it that I'm not? Mm-hmm. Until one day, maybe days after I was talking to her dad on the phone and I just started uncontrollably crying and I didn't mm-hmm. know what that meant. Mm-hmm. And I cried for about almost an hour or two. Mm. And I just couldn't stop. I'm trying. I was like, I'm trying mm. to stop. <laughs> I stopped just looking at myself. She too does start crying mm. and all of that. And mm. I just couldn't stop. Mm. But what I know I felt immediately was fear. Mm. 
Wow. I was afraid. Wow. 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 Very afraid. I felt very alone. Mm. Mm. I was really scared. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah. Scared yeah. about the future? Or I don't know. I was just scared. Well, also, yeah, maybe that because maybe because she did everything. Mm. I, I mean, she I relied on her for everything. Don't be, I mean, because what I did was we rely on each other's strengths. And yeah. we're not like, oh, this is, as a man, I'm so I should do this. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. look, I'm not good mm-hmm. with money. You're good with money. Even when I make money, please, please. Because me, I just know how to do lao lao. Let's go. Lao spending. Yes, that's why I enjoy life. Tomorrow will sort itself out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I just, you just saw, you know, she, so she took that and I just relaxed knowing that, no, she'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. And the things I needed to take care of that, I knew that oh, she couldn't, I was like, don't worry, I'll sort that out. So yeah. so we relied on each other's strengths and helped yeah. each other in the weakness. So, but I just felt like a part of me was just gone. So yeah. Yeah. I like, oh. um, Snatcher, I want you to, I want, to, I want us to go back a little bit. We're going to move okay. forward. Because there's, there's probably someone here who's listening, who's gone through their own experience of loss and grief. Mm. and still trying to make sense of it and and i think the reason why i wanted us to go back a little bit is because of what you said where you were struggling to travel i mean to relocate on your wedding nights things you know were already looking interesting mm. so for you what i wanted i want you to walk us through some of what your marriage looked like did you think oh this was you know, did you did they ever cross your mind that Jennifer was going to die? What was your marriage like? Did you think this day was coming, or were you like, no, ah, let's keep pushing? I I never prepared for this. I didn't think it was come, going to come. Mm. We 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 had an amazing marriage in the sense that um um she was sick and she was sick back and forth, mostly gynecological issues and wow and you had four children exactly i was going to say that uh and initially they said it was impossible for her to have children wow Mm. and also people basically thought because we have four children that means that these people are just randy and (laughs) and and yeah and you know, you can't explain to people. You know, people will always talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a different thing if they tell you. You'll be able to say, <laughs> I wish. I wish. You know, mm. because it was difficult for us in the sense mm. that. And, but I, I felt that, I mean, every single thing from me more relocating for everything that happened was very intentional. Mm. God mm. wanted us to have four children. Mm. I mean, mm. because, yeah. because I, I, I mean, she was working. I wasn't working at the time. And I couldn't work because I was still trying to yeah. um, store out my documentation here. So I'm, I was still waiting for to hear back. And so it was, okay, now you're working. I'll sort out the children. Mm. And and um, then, she st- then she was sick. I mean, we started some businesses that we lost money in. We did another business that we were swindled in. Mm. And it was as if God was like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm going to cut out every source. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut out everything and put you guys in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. So imagine the only person able to work, not able to work. Mm-hmm. So we were both sitting in this house looking at each other's face. Mm-hmm. So, so even when she was working, she was later working from home. Mm-hmm. She had to look for something to do from home, even though she was really... And, but so we were seeing each other two for seven. Mm-hmm. No, it's easy when the husband goes to work or the wife goes to work they don't see each other until evening hmm. and you guys chase and then go to bed 
<laughs> but we were seeing each other two four seven, yeah. and we never had a f- fight that lasted twenty four hours. Oh, yes. You know, and not even an argument about money, or no arguments about, no fights about that, or maybe an argument about. That same we should go to Nando's. I've not paid water bill. Which one is Nando's? <laughs> you know, things like that. But <laughs> you know, and um, and we've been we've been we've evicted four times. Wow. Evicted four wow. times, and you know, just went through all sorts of things and together. together. So so then hospitals back and forth, and mm. the first child came, the second child, all through the pregnancy, she was on crutches. Mm. Because they said that her pelvic had issues, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and um, then we had the third one, and I keep thinking, ah, maybe they said <laughs> not possible, and then the fourth mm-hmm. one came. Wow! It, but it was every single thing was so intentional. Mm-hmm. It was the, I mean, because people were like, ah, back to back down now, now you just had one now, you had another mm-hmm. one. Ah, what's going on? And. Then she had the hernia issues, mm. which we had did the surgery like four, five, six times actually. And mm. they just kept doing it wrong. And mm. so just, and we spent so much time in the hospital wow. back and forth mm. and still have to take the children to school. Still have to, and we still had a happy, mm. happy home. So um, I don't know what the question was, but. Even me, I forgot <laughs> what I asked. <laughs> no, but, but, but I, I think we just sailed. We, we, there was mm. no plan yet. We, mm. I, I didn't think she was going to go. Yeah. Um, mm. But one thing I thought about was, I wondered how, as I got, okay, when you heal her completely, mm. there's also the mental healing I felt needed to be done. Mm. You know, mm. because she had all the times of, oh, why am I always yeah. sick? Or why is it all this me? Or mm. how long mm. is this going to be for? Yeah. And all of that, you know, she had, we had all of that. So she, she, so also mental healing and also some trauma from the past. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that I felt that God really needed to, to mm. help her with. Wow. But, but from looking back, I saw that there was a mission, there was a plan. Mm. My plan was yeah. to come to mm. meet her and mm. prepare her for him. Mm. And that was just it. Wow. You know, sometimes we, when we look at the, because before she passed, the production I was trying to do was a story. The nativity story, but from Joseph's angle, wow. the, and and because in life we always, and I was saying that to saying that to Stella's husband yesterday. What we do is we we prepare the women a lot. There's so many conferences mm-hmm. for girls yeah. and women mm-hmm. on how to be better wives, better how to be wives in future, how to mm-hmm. be better women. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing for the men, so we so, just let yeah. the men grow up on all the life. Mm-hmm. Exactly, these men will be men. They grow up on autopilot. So this mm-hmm. is women that you are prepared to be ready and loving and caring and housewives and wives and all that now tend to marry boys mm. so mm. there's always f- issues and friction, friction. Yeah. and all that and when you go to see the pastor is the women the pastor will still talk to mm. and all that so 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 at the end of the day we so for joseph joseph knew that his job was mm. just to protect his wife okay. protect the child wow. and when he was done we didn't hear anything about joseph anymore mm. from the moment they found mm. jesus in the temple it was as if joseph was erased from mm. the More entire than, bible yeah. we didn't hear anything it's, it's again That's true. he didn't marry yeah. did he divorce did he have another side chick we don't know <laughs> what happened we to him his, com- his furniture business blew 
Wow, that's say. true. You know, I never thought about it. <laughs> you know, sense. so his job yeah. was done. done. Was oh my, so my yeah. job, as in, and um, when she was after the first year of uh, um, our first year anniversary of the death, I went to the to the graveside and just said a couple of prayers, and mm. you know, and the Bible says, "Still, death does part," because mm-hmm. I felt that a lot of things were lingering, and mm-hmm. I was refu- refusing to let myself live life. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, and I, I checked, searched my conscience. I know I did what God sent me to do, and I was happy because I saw the state she was in mm-hmm. at the time she left, and I was so glad. Mm-hmm. So that gave me peace. Mm-hmm. Wow, life is mm. about assignments, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. life is about assignments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, life is a life is a test. Hmm. Life is a gift. Life mm-hmm. is a temporary assignment. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. So yeah, it's, you and, know, uh, it's life, just, life. Life prepares you for life. Yeah, <laughs> life prepares you for eternity, mm, which know. is life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. think of Jesus. Yeah. He his assignment was to die. But there were times where they tried to kill him before his time, but he mm. couldn't die then because there yeah. was an assignment to die. An assignment. So he couldn't yeah. die on the streets. He couldn't die with gunshots. Mm-hmm. He was, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you people are wrecking yeah. me today. You know, and I think I, I, think I just want to, you know, stop for a moment here and just speak to our, our listeners. You know, I think a lot of times we really get overwhelmed by life, the mm. pain, the, mm. the trials, the tribulations, you know, but the most important thing is understanding why you're here, your purpose, you know, your God assignment, you know, and we really just want to encourage you to lean into God because he's the one that gives life meaning. You know, we're talking about when life stops, you know, life can stop every day for you if you do not know what life the life with God is, if you do not have a life that is centered on God, if you do not have a purposeful life. So we really just want to encourage you. And this is that point where we say, if you've not, you know, made a decision to know the Lord and, mm. and invite him into your heart, yeah. you know, this is a good place to ask the Lord in and say, okay, God, I really want to make my life count. Mm. I really want to know you because life, as we've been talking about today, is for a reason mm. and it's to prepare you for eternity. So I just wanted mm. to just encourage you, my dear listener, God has a plan for you that is bigger than everything that you're, you're going through right now. Okay. Mm. And he's, he's longing to embrace you and welcome you into his fold. Mm. Okay. So back to our interview, <laughs> we still have so much to cover, mm. you know, and I know that, um, we've talked about some of the unhelpful things that people said to you, but we want you to really throw some light now on some of the helpful um, actions and advice, you know, that, that made a difference and brought comfort to you in those early days. Perhaps there might be someone listening who is stuck and might not know how to get to this point, you know, so just from your experience, especially as a man, please share some of the things you found helpful, some advice, some actions. Mm, I'm not sure if there were advice. Is anyone gave me any advice? I can't remember now. I know everyone told a lot of people told me a lot of things, and and more or less, there were some people that came to me that me I was the one advising them. Mm. You know, so that because I could see it, and because the moment I could see 
the reason because you know you know we tend to we oh we tend to say think like death is final Hmm. Hmm. and we we preach it in church unknowingly and we sing it true only the living we pray that, that song Lord. annoys me those songs only sorry, sorry for interrupting. <laughs> things like only the living we pray i'm mm. like so those that are in christ in heaven mm. what are they doing are they not mm. rejoicing exactly you know, like, mm. sorry and um. you know that thing, it does upset me and and also that when we also the prayers when we say prayers that there are some people that are in the grave today they are not here with you today but they yeah. are gone i'm like you people pre- as the salesman of heaven mm. trying to mm. pitch heaven to us to go then somebody goes and i'm saying we should be thankful that we did not go exactly it's mm. counterproductive <laughs> yeah. so i just thought okay and because we see imagine a baby a baby in the womb mm gets his nourishment from whatever the mother eats and all of that and mm-hmm. he's thinking this place is comfortable it's mm-hmm. warm mm-hmm. i can hear sounds everywhere okay when i hear there's a particular voice that i know that gets my mother excited mm-hmm. and she's always jumping what's doing this one calm down so the, uh, anytime that voice comes she's calm okay uh, mm-hmm. then but he's like I'm, this place is okay I don't i'm all right go. i'm not going then, anywhere you know mm-hmm. when it's time to be birthed he struggles. No, I don't want to go. I like this place. And then he's forced out. Mm. And looks, oh, okay. Oh, mm. so this is the man that is making my mother all jumpy. Okay. <laughs> all right. Then he grows up, goes to school, has friends, and he enjoys this place. And he's thinking, oh, this place is wonderful. Then he travels, they take him out, he goes to Disney World. They travel mm. and then he grows. He eats Italian dish. He eats all these <laughs> ones. And he's feeling, oh, this life is good. And then goes to church, they teach him that this is all life is about and mm. he'll be upwardly mobile, be this, that, and he thinks mm. I need to achieve. Yeah. So but there's the next phase. He's also afraid to go there because mm. he doesn't know what is on that side. His mm. head story he doesn't believe. And that's what mm. we do with life. We're struggling with like, so I didn't see death because just before she died, I had a friend who just got saved. Um, where MC just got saved, and she will call me. Yeah. We'll speak on the phone for as a then we'll speak on the phone for four hours every day. And my wife will say, Why don't you just invite her for the weekend? And she's the kind of person that just um, the reason why she said we should get a three bed was because, in case we have a friend who wants yeah. to come into the who's coming room. into and has nowhere to stay, mm. you can give them extra room. Wow. And I like my so even yeah. my, all my friends they will come, and we just have always had visitors. Our house was. Hotel. Cool. We just had visitors <laughs> and she just likes so when the MC came over the weekend and we saw this movie The Shack and ah. and she just started dropping revs over the shack. That's when it was that point I knew that my job was done, that I know this mm. this woman has grown and all that. So she so we what's the question? <laughs> so we had that um what's the question again? Quite helpful, helpful advice. Yeah, so the, so for me, I didn't get that, but what I didn't um have I can't remember any advice that stuck per se. I know my pastor came and he he said that your know, death is like a door, you you just open the door to the next phase. Transitioning, which yeah, yeah and, and yeah, you just transition and all that. And but I, I was so confident that. Look, she's fine. She's good. So what's up with us now? And I had people come. Oh, I saw her. She appeared to me. She was shiny. She was young. She looked. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> okay. 
But when I drop, I'll drop the children off in school and then I'll take a walk to the beach and just sit. And I don't know, at, point, at a point I was finding, it was as if I would like to think that my heart would just, no, no, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. Mm. So I just had to just release myself and say, God, I don't know. And I know, okay, yes, by um, Pastor Chris Delvin came in. For those who don't know, Pastor Chris Delvin is just, he's a singer, he's... Um, um, those who know Victoria Renzi's Victor Renzi's pastor mm. and all that, he's a pastor to a lot of us. Mm. And he 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 came into the UK the February. She died in November. She, he came in February, and he really was desperate to see me. And so I went and we saw. We talked for about nine hours, and he said to me that that you know that your heart was troubled. Remember when you were coming? I told you your heart is troubled. Mm. That God is good. Mm. And he said, "What you went through is what we try to simulate when we fast." the separation hmm. so you try we try to simulate that when we fast that separation that being torn mm-hmm. that you know and the end of yourself what you needed was god to pour himself in you and if you stay there let him pour himself into you mm-hmm. let him be the one to actually do mechanical work let him do that healing he mm-hmm. said and you have to accept that every lesson every trial has been lent and passed mm-hmm. And you're mm. ready. He said, you're yeah. ready. You're ready for whatever it is he wants you to do. If you tell us, if you, you can sniff the air and say, God is here. Because there are two levels. Is either some people run away from God. I mm. mean, I sat down, I was like, where, where will I run to? Mm, if, I, exactly. where, if I say I'm God, I'm vexed. But okay, who will now help me from God? <laughs> exactly. Mm. If I say, God, you are punishing me. Okay, who would now come and put on Kozu Bejami? Who will come and back me up and say, yes, mm-hmm. it's true. God, mm-hmm. why? Mm. And all that. So, I, I I just had to even believe the things that I even told my children. Mm. You know, I'm not just telling them that so that they can. I had to believe yeah. what I told mm. my children. I mean, I met someone who um, the wife, I know someone who the wife passed away at, and it's been almost a year. And what he told the children is that the mother is still is on admission. Whoa. He hasn't told them. He hasn't told them no. that their mothers. It's been wow. almost a year, and they still think their mother is on admission. Oh, like these wow. people, these children are almost ten years old. Oh. They're not dumb. Mm. They know what's going on, and they they're yeah. wondering, okay, when are you going to really tell us what's going on, mm. and all that. Mm. So, but 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 I had to basically. So people told said all sorts of things, but I think what happened after she passed was tough. I mean, mm. people people don't try to tell parts of their stories. Maybe they don't want people all up, all up in their business. But I believe that as Christians, sometimes we share our wins. We try not mm. to share mm. our losses and the tough yeah. times. Because what, what would happen was for us was we were we had to leave our home. Mm. We had to leave our beautiful house and move into a one room. Mm. And, you know, because we, we now we became... Hey, government, you have to help us. I mean, the person winning the bread is no longer alive, mm-hmm. you know. And and I had to press. I'm like, hey, why is my papers taking so long? You people, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And so we had to stay six months in a one room mm-hmm. apartment, five of us. Wow. And wow. you know, and <laughs> and and I'm very grateful for my children in the sense that they did not complain once. Mm-hmm. They did not ask us, oh, what happened? So we, we decided to make an adventure out of it. 
Mm. You know, we decided to make an adventure out of it. We decided to have fun there. We had, you know, and, you know, still take them to school in the rain, in the snow, in the, with the baby and bus rides mm. back and forth. So then I'll have to, you know, I tried to get busy, mm. but I couldn't. Mm. It wasn't working. So I just, you know, sometimes I just sleep. Mm. Sometimes mm. I just relax. Sometimes I just rest. And I know I still haven't had time for myself per se, but but I had to get to a point where I let God just do his work. Mm-hmm. I let just God just do his work. And, you know, and also realized that it's okay to continue life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. okay. People are like, it has to take this, it has to take time. Mm-mm. It's only you that know when you're ready. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And when you're ready, you're ready. Because one of the greatest issues is unhealthy expectations from others. Oh, oh yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> That's oh. a major issue you have to watch out for. Yeah. People want yeah. to tell you how to grieve, mm-hmm. how long to grieve, what mm-hmm. to do while you're grieving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. they're not the ones going through it. No. Some people even like to come. I know some people that like to compete with misery. Mm. <laughs> they all, and they'll they, minimize your loss, compare and your losses. You, you should thank God. What of people mm. that they are with alive, but hmm, is mm. demon they are married to? Yeah, and so I know one thing that annoyed me the most. Some of one of a friend of mine was like that that divorce is kind of like when losing is when your wife passes. I say, y- y- Are you okay? Are you okay? What and then that? the guy was trying to argue with me over it that his oh, wife divorced wow. him, that so he knows how I feel. Hmm. Or a friend telling me that, mm-hmm. um, that, that father died. Um, ten years ago, and didn't they know exactly how I feel? I'm like, really? No, you don't. No, you don't. father was 85, 85 when he passed. You want to copy? Eh? Ah. <laughs> just, just leave it. <laughs> we need to talk about yeah. this subject a lot more, and you know the unhelpful yeah. things people say because it people it complicates say. people's grief. You go back yeah. home and you start thinking mm. of things you exactly. You, you're dealing mm. with a loss already, and now you're now having to deal with people's comments yeah 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 you know so from one of the things that I'm, I'm picking on as you talk is that you were able to just allow God mm. do his work you know you were didn't run away from God as many people tend to do when they're grieving you know yes you had those emotions yes you were you know you were dealing with anger fear you know, all that came with it, but you were still in that place where you were silent before God. (laughs) You know, that's one of the things I hear you saying. And the fact that you gave yourself permission to live, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, you know, for a lot of people, they struggle with the fact that, okay, this person has gone. So I shouldn't, you know, I feel guilty living life, you know, Mm -hmm. even smiling or, you know, it's that, you know, that guilt, you know, what should I do now? I can't bring them back, but I don't want to move forward because I don't want them to feel like, because everybody thinks I should be, I, you know, so from what you're saying is you gave yourself permission to live, to give yourself permission to carry on because there were children involved, Mm. you know, you had to keep your sanity. So, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really applauding you for being so vulnerable and so open 
you know, to share yeah. your journey, because like you said, we like to share our, our, our testimonies, hmm. but what was the test? Mm-hmm. You know, how did you handle the test? Mm. What was the, the test? So that I was, yeah, what was the test? What was the process? You know, mm. and it's something that I'm always so fond of saying that when Jesus carried his cross, he carried it in the day. Everyone saw him carry his cross. Wow. They came mm. and stood by him, mm-hmm. you know. They didn't, he didn't say, okay, I'm going to carry the cross and then magically appeared on the cross. We mm-hmm. saw him carry his cross. He fell when he carried mm-hmm. the cross. He needed help when he carried the cross. Why did he carry his cross so openly mm-hmm. to teach us mm-hmm. Christians that when you are going to a trial, mm-hmm. we need to see how you're doing it so that mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. be encouraged. Uh-huh. So that I will know when your testimony comes, that it's not just about the testimony. Yeah. It's the way you carried it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I'm, <laughs> this, I'm, I know I'm going to have to listen to this again because there's so much you've shared, so much you've mm. shared that I think. And, and I think the fact that you've kind of shared your journey, you know, with mm. us, the, the, the backdrop, not just the, oh, yeah, well, it's actually, you know, the just like Stella said, the, the cross, carrying your cross. Now, one of the things that usually keep people stuck in a cycle of unhealthy grief is, you know, blaming themselves or feeling guilty on forgiveness or allowing, um, accepting the blame of others that, oh, mm. you could have done this differently. Oh, maybe if you had done this or done that, you know, or we blame, blame ourselves. Did you experience any of that? And how did you mm. walk through that? Hmm. I guess I tried, I kind of tried to. I think everything that happened to me was God preparing me. So when mm. I say that life prepares you for life, I mean that the things we go through in life prepares us for the things we go through in life. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you know so because i felt that you know it did like i said i was having issues waiting for my documentation to be done and i always wondered why did it take so long god knew that if i if my documentations were here and on time i would probably i'll be working i'll be busy maybe going up and down and mm-hmm. won't be able to be as in the children's life as i was won't be able to be as helpful and I don't like using the word help in the sense that when it comes to um, gender roles in the house or, or helping mm. with the children, as if it's your, they are your children, I'm just helping you out. So, mm. it's not, so I'm not helping. Please not say like that help. again. Say yeah, that for again, the men at the back. <laughs> Can we say that again? Please, so, just so be doing, doing house chores and mm. doing work in the house help with the children is not, you're not helping. You know, they're your children. You're not helping. They're your children. So, we're, we're actually doing housework. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be as involved and as God wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And so that, so I learned all those things. I learned how to, you know, so God really basically prepared me for everything mm-hmm. that was going to happen, which brings me to my next question, which is, what was the question you asked? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I said, so, you know, people tend to bl- want to blame us. Well, oh, yes. Or, or, so, yeah. you or, or you might yeah. want to blame yourself or guilt. So, but, but yeah, I, 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 I got to the point where I was thinking the, because one thing about my wife was she would inconvenience herself for other people. Mm. So sometimes I felt that um, like three days before she passed, we went to the hospital. 
I was um, went to the hospital while I were waiting to be seen by the doctor. It was time to pick up the children. So I had to dash to pick up the children. By the time I came back, um, she was like, um, the doctor said that um, she should order the nebulizer and all that. I wanted to say, let's go back and go and find out what the doctor really said. Because she wanted to go back to go and work mm. and all that. And she was like, no, that's, yes, he did say that she should go to the hospital. But I'm like, then we'll, we'll go to the hospital. She said that she just mm. took an hour break from work. And I felt that I should have insisted. Mm. Maybe they would have seen that, mm. the, you know, her lungs were, you know, blood clots and her lungs and all those stuff. But but and I felt as first, but I let it stop in like now that I stood every single for about is it eight, nine, eight years? Mm. Yes, because she died exactly a month after her eighth anniversary. So mm. I said for eight years, mm. I had marriage is worship, is serving, is worship. Mm. So I worshiped my wife. Mm. Wow. For eight years, I did mm-hmm. every single thing, yeah. and I can attest to that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, so I did every single thing, and I had, uh, I mean, and so I didn't feel like yeah. I needed to blame myself at all. Yeah. So you know, I wish she was still around, uh, you of course, and all of that, but I felt that, you know, because when those blames started, when I tried to be like, oh, oh. She did. Then I heard of um, what God cannot do does not exist. The mm. prayer team and people were sending me and like, first of all, it's too early to be standing up and, and you know, and which I joined and uh, later at the point in time I was not blaming. The, say you too, if you did not start what God cannot do does not exist earlier. Yeah, she was <laughs> and then later I just thought I, I I personally had to stop even when all those things you yeah. know people like to outsource mm. spirituality. Yeah, and wow. I didn't grow up. I didn't. I, I didn't grow up like that. I wasn't, mm. and mm. all of that. Well, but also, when I found out that there was no one to blame, mm. it was my fault. It wasn't her fault. Mm. It was no one's fault. I was like, yeah, somebody has to be asked. Exactly. Who shall we? So it has yes. to be somebody's fault. Let me talk it to your manager. To and you know, and <laughs> and and then then someone would say something, or some people react in certain ways that I expected them to react differently. Mm. You know. And, uh, you know, uh, then I'll be like, okay, is, there, is that how after I trusted you? Is that how, mm. you know, you know, is that how you, you um, call, what they call that word? Is that how you comfort somebody? But but at the end of the day, I realized that there was a plan. There was, a, mm. like I said, and I finished the mission. Mm. What next? Mm. So really, there was no, no point in blaming anyone because... It was obvious. I mean, even people are saying, "Oh, we have to sue the GP because mm. because oh, someone saw you and 48 hours after she saw you, she passed." Mm. That no, they have to you know, like when, when they were saying, "I like, yes, it's true, it's true." When they were, oh, baby, yeah, what? So I won't see you people tomorrow now. Mm. <laughs> and really, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there was no need to pass the box to anyone. It was. It, it happened and it's a glorious thing. God had to took the glory for it. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to ask um, what, what do you do for fun? You know, what, what is, you, you know, share some of, I don't know. <laughs> share, share some of the things you do for fun, share some of the ways that you, you know, distress because you are, 
a busy dad of four babies, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. amazing children, you know, and you're doing it as a one man team backed mm-hmm. up by the host of heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. So share, <laughs> share some of the things that you do to just keep you going, to keep that, you know, keep you smiling, you know, to mm-hmm. keep you joyful, you know. What is, you know, I know you will talk about your fate, but. <laughs> Share yeah. some of, you know, the things that, you know, maybe some practices, some, you know, to be honest, some I goofy think for things me, you do. I think, I think because my wife was my, the closest person in my life. I didn't have friends per se, mm. at least not in the UK. I didn't have anyone that I would hang out with. And I'm not particularly a fan of men. I don't, mm. I realize I really don't get along well with men. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we usually don't have the same things in common. Usually, I can't stand football. Mm. Um, I'm done with politics, especially Nigerian politics. <laughs> so we usually don't have things in common. So it's usually awkward. Mm. It's really awkward that everybody wants to So and so, my wife was my closest friend. So we just used to mm. just hang out. So I didn't. We, so basically, I just did what we used to do in terms of. Although it was a difficult, there were some series. I'm like, ah, no, no, no. I always watch this with her, so I'll wait until we two of us can watch it together. Then I, re- mm. I remember that oh, she's no longer here. Mm. Like, oh, you know, there's so. But I just focused. I just, I don't know. I, I have, I have, I have my games which I hardly play. I have my comics which I've not read in a long time. So I just, I do a lot of TV. But um, then the, I got to a point where I was spending more time with God. Then I stopped. For a long time, and mm-hmm. you know, I see him trying to get my attention. I'm like, guy, it's not you that caused all this things, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. and there was one thing that Reverend Chris Dolvin told me. He was like, look, when the tell the when you are tired, just tell God to help you. Say, you see, you know my condition, mm-hmm. help me. Mm-hmm. And when demons come to trouble you, you say, you people should leave me alone. Or, you know, <laughs> I have problems. People should just leave me. I don't have time. I don't have time for you. I don't have time for you. You know. And I, so, but I just have more fun with my kids. And um, mm. we, I mean, there was a time a friend of ours, um, they take the children for me sometimes for a week or for a weekend. And I'm like, okay, I mean, what do people now do with free time? I went to <laughs> the mall, I went to Westfield and I looked around. I bought one drink. I looked around <laughs> and I went back home to sleep. <laughs> Because it's been so long that I did anything mm. that would call quote unquote fun. Because mm. I remember my wife then would say, Go, just go out. Don't worry, I'll be okay. Just mm. go and do something. Like, so I don't know what I particularly do for fun, but I'm just mm. recently beginning to, you know, try to be a lot more, let's mm. say, productive with my time and do, yeah, do fun things, which I still don't know what that is. But, but you know, <laughs> but I think. Because uh, I hadn't even written. Because one of the things while she was she, while she was sick, one of the things God told me then was Judah shall go first. That's the word mm. God kept giving me. Judah shall go first, uh, which basically means praise will go first. Because mm. then it was difficult when I went. She told me she, when the sickness got really serious. I said to myself mm. that Ah, yes, I am going to fast. Mm. As a man of God, will do serious fasting. Don't worry, this one God will do it. Then. The first day of my fast, around 12 o'clock, I remembered that she made one of bonodais. Very nice. So I just went to go and eat. I said, don't worry, we'll try again the next day. And I ate again. 
at 10. Then I just said, God just said, you calm down. I'm not trying mm. to I didn't tell you to go and fast. Mm. Like, oh, first. So, and people say something that annoys me, and it's a, it's a Christian lingo, and if you say it, it's no vex, but it's very d- annoying that it will end in praise. Mm. And I, I don't like that statement, which means that let us wait until God has done it before we praise Him. Mm. Irrespective, from the beginning, throughout the trial, all through. And even when the mm. result is not what you wish for, okay, it is praise. still praise. Wow. So it's not ending praise. It is praise all the way. And so, so, wow. so I just, especially in times when I can't pray, I just start to dance as I mm. sing or, wow. you know, play something. So, so for fun, that's why I now decided, okay, I have thoughts that, you know, um, you've already gone through a lot with this pain, then make it into something. God did not, God doesn't save you to save you. Mm. You have been saved for others. Yeah. So, so then, wow. okay, how can this help others? What can I do to bless others? How can I, you know, so basically that's, that's where I'm beginning to channel my wow. thoughts to. Mm. It's, it's amazing <laughs> sorry darling because no, you should you know it's it's amazing to you know to hear you you know uh, um talk about this aspect of your journey where you know you're rediscovering yourself again yeah you know because when we're married we kind of have a merged identity you yeah. know we have a common common you know goal and we mm. become like each other you know mm-hmm. and you know, you are on this journey of now self-discovery. Now, you know, finding what does nature really like, you know, what do mm-hmm. I do with myself, you know, and you are, you know, I like the fact that you are open to it, you know, well, you're open to going on this, this journey of mm-hmm. rediscovery because mm-hmm. a lot of people stay stuck. This yeah. is who I was, you know, and we always talk about how grief changes you. Mm-hmm. you know you are never ever the same person you were before oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but there is always that tendency to want to stay stuck mm-hmm. we want to be that person truth mm-hmm. is we will never be that person mm-hmm. you know so I, I I like what you're saying about how you're you know taking it step by step and you are finding you and your faith is 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 interspaced in every conversation we're having. So it's so clear that, you know, your faith in God, your your relationship with God, your lifestyle of praise. I mean, you're a worshiper, you're a, mm. you know, you're, you know, all of that is coming through. And that is what is helping you. Yeah. You know, Bible says that we do not grieve like those people that do not have faith. Mm. You know, and so you know, it's so encouraging, really, really encouraging to even hear you talk about now how Mm -hmm. your pain is being turned into purpose. God is beginning to redirect you, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're, we're so grateful because that's why we are here. That's why Mm -hmm. Dittala and myself are here because Mm -hmm. pain brought us here, Mm -hmm. you know, but we are, we're so uh, uh, open to God taking the glory, using our pain for his glory. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is an encouragement also to anyone listening who is at that point where they are like, okay, I've gone through it. You know, Snatcher said something so powerful. God does not save us to save us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He Mm -hmm. saves us for others, Others. you know. So please, Take that word, yeah. you know, and, and ask God, okay, God, 
what do you want me to do with my pain? Mm-hmm. How do you want me to serve others with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Profound, profound. And um, Snatcher says he doesn't know what, what some of his um, hobbies are. Well, from the little I see on Instagram, he loves to cook. And he, loves to, he loves I, to take picture. He yeah, he takes picture, the right? best pictures. He cooks the best the spaghetti. Lab. Yeah, I have my plates <laughs> and my fork and knife ready. One day, you just, I'll just find your address and I'll just knock <laughs> and I'll say, I'm here. I'm here. You'll be tantalizing yeah, us. Yeah, I actually found out that I like to cook. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I learned that from her. Mm. And it's, it's, mm. I, it, and it's one thing about because if I didn't have those times where, oh, I wouldn't, we're both in the kitchen cooking. And she was mm. like, oh, you blend blend the peppers. Then I'll blend. I was like, okay, you go sit down. I'll do all the blending. Just tell me how to blend it. I'll blend all the peppers and do all, get everything ready. You come out, add the spice and do your, the mixing and all of that. Mm. So so watching her do it, then, you know, I have to now replicate. I, could, I was able to replicate, maybe yeah. to do all of that. Yeah. So I know, yeah. Uh, awesome. So what would you like to say to someone who has lost a spouse? What, 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 I, what would be your words to them? you know, usually when it happens, you first of all feel like your life is shattered and that's how it's going to be for a long time. You know, one one thing the devil likes to do is when you're in a bad spot, a bad place, he'll try to make you feel like it's going to be forever. Mm. You know, and I was like, when Dan Foster passed, I was asked to, uh, my pastor Paul to speak at uh, you know just just give a word to the family mm. and um god 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 sets god puts the lonelies in families mm. and that's one scripture that kept coming up and i don't know i think it was because of the the, the church i belong to were there and mm. i'll say are there and you know I, it was very surprising the way you know people rallied around and really supported and all that, which, you know, in terms of um, welfare and taking care of them, for me, they were really there. So I, I think it really paid to be in a local church where, you yeah. know, your family somewhere and all that. Also, uh, but one thing is that it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be forever. Hmm. It's not, it's not gonna last. The devil will want you to think that it was, it will last, but that's not a true. It's a lie. That's one. Also, that um, it's not your fault hmm. that this happened, irrespective of the circumstance. I don't know what the circumstance. It's not your fault. It it was bound to happen. And hmm. and for me, one one of the things that I had to think first is is the moment I was cool with. I was sure. And sometimes you can say you can't be entirely sure, but I resolved in my mind that she was with God. And mm. so at that point, there's nothing else I can do about it. And, and that's how life is. Life, we transit. Mm. It's a yeah. baby coming out of the womb into yeah. a new world. Yeah. When, so we, 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 we need, that's a process we have to go through. Yeah. So really run to God instead of away from him. Mm. Even if mm. you're anger, you're confused, whatever, just take that emotion to him. And, mm. and, and yes, he would, he will make everything new. Mm. Time would not heal. No one can replace that person. Mm. But God will restore. Mm. He won't replace. Mm. He will restore. He will mm. restore. It doesn't mean the person will come back to life. It just means that 
He will bring, he will make things happen that will make, you know, when they say that when God um, led us out of captivity, we're like, they that dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would, it would seem something, God will basically restore. I look at the story mm-hmm. of Job and I always say to people that, um, in my personal opinion, it's not a theological opinion, my, my personal thing, opinion, the story of Job was a myth. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of scholars have said so, but hey, but if the presence of the story of Job is just to teach us things that in life, yeah. life does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we, I had a friend who used to come to us when she was sick and try to use what of it to try to tell us that as a, as a child of God, this shouldn't be happening to you. Mm-hmm. It's not something to like, look, calm down. Mm-hmm. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it happens to us, it's the author of life that we can run to. Mm-hmm. because he was the one who wrote the story so he knows yeah. what the next chapter is and so we go to him to say you you wrote this thing and mm-hmm. and this pain is there it's mm-hmm. only you that mm-hmm. can help me through it so i'm giving mm-hmm. it to you i know we've been taught christianity to be some sort of abracadabra mm-hmm. or whatever it is but it is and god knows how long you need to go through that yeah so let him just let him do it just let him do wow. it wow wow Mm. Ah, I feel like we need another episode. Do you understand? You know, <laughs> because there's so much we haven't, so much. you know, covered, mm. you know, but mm. hey, yes, you know, in one of our episodes, we we're prophesying about our, you know, TV show. So yes. hey, watch this space, watch this space. space. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you. You know, we're really, 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 really inspired, uplifted, yeah. encouraged, strengthened in our faith. Mm-hmm. And I know that our listeners will be to amen you know and uh, uh there'll be so many people who would want to you know connect with you you know and we're going to put your details mm-hmm. you know of how they can connect with you in the show notes so that they can reach out to you you know perhaps you know you you know talk to you about their own struggles but we want you to talk about your journal because we're looking Mm -hmm. forward you know Desla and I are big fans of journaling Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and you know I wrote a book and in my book it's heavily 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 you know journal based Mm -hmm. you know I am you know I I I I, the 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 practice of journaling is so powerful Mm -hmm. you know so so transformational so please just talk to us about this journal when it's gonna be out mm-hmm. where can we buy it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes please okay i've actually finished writing it but um mm-hmm. I, I gave it to a friend and he said it's too heavy quick softening is small make it a bit more relatable <laughs> you send it to Stella and I we will look at it sample. Right. send it to you know leave those well I mean it's okay <laughs> but what I try to do with it is I didn't want to have too much of me writing so okay. there's not it's nothing particularly personal mm. so I, I didn't want it to be too much writing because I wanted to leave it to the other pe- um, to people to write hence journals Mm, yeah so 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 it's going to be a lot of blank pages but it's called um it's called um today i met Mm. um and basically when um moses got when god appeared to moses and god sent moses on a mission and moses said who should i say sent me Mm -hmm. and um moses god said say that again I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. Yeah, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, which which was translated to "I am that I am." Mm-hmm. Uh, but but of course, um, translating it more 
because I, I I got tired of I stopped using King James version. I think it's one of the most um, <laughs> in um, imperfect translations of the Bible. Mm. You know, especially there's a part where. The angel said, what is man that you are, your mind is so full of him that you are made him a little lower? Yes. King James said that mm-hmm. angels, the original translation God. said a little Elohim, yeah. which is God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the King James probably just thought, ah, no, this one is too much. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> but a lot of translation, what they try to do is explain the Bible. Yeah. But mm-hmm. read the Bible for what it is. Well, but here, Ashai, here is basically because God is, God's name, my name is, I am happening. Mm. I am mm. happening. I am because it's not, it's like presence. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's happening. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I am, I am, what's your past? I am your past. Huh. I am your present. Your present and I am, what's your future, future needs? Future wow. yeah. What the future needs, I am that. So usually back in the day when my wife and I, when we, it's almost time for rents and mm. we're always wondering, hey, rent is due, where will the money come from? And she's always <laughs> shaky. Mm. I said, don't worry, I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. And I said, don't worry, God will sort us out. Mm-hmm. And she was like, how do you know? I said, because when we had one room and we had friends that didn't have a place to stay, we offer our living room. Mm. But then we give them blow up bed. Mm-hmm. And I always say that as much as I don't like it, I like my space. Mm-hmm. But you like all those people should come. I said, this is a seed that we will yeah. not mm. be homeless yes. and all of that. So yeah. God will sort us out. So either yeah. on that day or mm. the day after or a week after or a month after, God <laughs> always shows up. Wow. So the next, and God shows up, she's like, oh my God. And he said, he's like, yes, I'm a man of God. <laughs> and then the next month, we're back in that cycle. <laughs> you have a saying, like if you mm. don't think, think, you can't give thanks. Yeah. So, mm. so the thing is, and I said to her that, you know that if you write, what happened is we met today, we met Elohim. And mm. we, today we met El Shaddai. Hmm. the all-sufficient one hmm. so every day we have conversations and contacts with god but because we don't remember wow. uh, jacob who who put his head on the rock and had the dream of uh, angels hmm. going up and down wow. his wow. response was wrong he had the wrong response the response was supposed to be because he woke up and said god was here and i knew it not hmm. we, we hmm. need to be able to be conscious of our interactions with god hmm. so every day hmm. he shows himself today as um, el shaddai Tomorrow yeah. he shows himself as Giovannisi. Yeah. So, the, so the moment we begin to journal our interactions with him. Yeah. Wow. Today wow. I met, I was broke and I didn't have money for wow. this. Wow. Elohim, El Shaddai wow. showed up. Mm. And El Shaddai mm. did this, that and the other. And we write it down. So in times where our faith is weak, mm. when we go back to read our own writing, yes. in our wow. own words, our own testimony, we read it, it mm. builds up your faith. Wow. So that's, so that's why it's going to have spaces for you to journal down what you've been through and how elohim Hmm. showed up in his different ways wow i can't sit i can't sit i can't sit down as in i am this is jumping in my seat ah you know it's so profound oh Mm -hmm. my goodness oh my goodness i feel like we're having a teaching yeah a church service is a a life-changing sermon here we have to record the experiences of yes. God, how God shows yes. up, and that is what mm. journaling will do we'll for, for you. you. Yeah. yeah. Ah, we and can't I, wait. I am looking forward to this journal. We can't wait. I'm oh wow. <laughs> and I think for me, I mean, there was something you said, and I was going to touch on it quickly. Was when you when you go through loss or grief, there's so many things that you begin to, you know, some beliefs that you had, you just begin to shake them. Oh yeah. And mm. Remove them. All those Christianese we used to say, mm. you know this 
say to yourself and say, what does that even really mean? Mm-hmm. Only the living will praise the Lord. Praise. What does that mean? You know? And so for mm. me, one of the things I, when I, when I started my grief journey was, Lord, who do you want to be for me in this situation that you couldn't mm. be before? Mm. So mm. when I heard, you know, you talking about today, I met, like, because, I mean, if you're broke, right? No, if, 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 you, if you have a lot and then suddenly you become broke, then God wants to show you that he's, who Jehovah, what's the word now? Jehovah Jireh. Jo- yeah. Like, when you had a lot, he couldn't be Jehovah Jireh to you. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? But now you... But the you confidence was in the lot. In the mm. lot, not in God. But now there is nothing. So you're like, okay, Jehovah Jireh turned up for me today. Mm-hmm. When you're sick, mm. Jehovah Rapha turns up. When yeah. you need them, uh, which one is Jehovah? You know, all the different names of yeah. God. He's This is the one that, this is the it's part of God the that turned up the for banner. me today. So... I'm looking forward to this journal. When is it coming out? Yeah. Very soon. Very what soon. does very soon mean? No. <laughs> guys, follow him. Follow him on his page so that By the end you of know. The year, be out. Oh, praise God. <laughs> okay. Amen. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Thank you. We're looking Thank forward you. to that. So um, we're rounding up now. Wow. Okay. This, like, mm-hmm. like we said, we could go on and on and on. Yeah. And I feel mm. like we haven't even scratched the surface. Mm. But can we? just ask you to just say a word of prayer yeah, as a man of God hmm? over any widow or widowers, someone who's lost a loved one that's listening right now. Okay. Um, usually, where may I realize, anytime I publicly try to ask to pray, <laughs> I always pray the way people pray publicly. Do because you? The, no, Do no. You. but um, as much as my voice is terrible, I'm going to sing a song first. Mm. And then, mm. um, there's a song. It was written by Chris Dalvin, and and it's um, he says, "I could have gone on and on without you. I could I could have gone on and on without you, but I made up my mind to go with you, and you could have gone on and on without me." You could have gone on and on without me, mm. but you made up your mind to do it with me. Amen. And it's a song that talks about God, us making that choice mm. to go with God. Mm. And because he chose us also first. And the Bible talks about the throne of God. When God sits on the throne, that there are, the um the cherubs that are around him the creatures that are around him they have the bible says that with their wings they have eyes within and without mm. that means those eyes are searching god day and night to see if they can find one trace any trace of darkness of unholiness or fault or sin in him and from eternity past to eternity present to eternity to come mm. there is no trace mm. of evil mm. of beef of malice in him Mm. which means that he has no thoughts of evil concerning us Mm. we what is limited is our understanding yeah when we say that when we say things like uh father your thoughts are not our thoughts for your ways are not our ways we say it as if we're hailing god but no, the, your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways. Actually means, the thing is, God is saying, I want our thoughts to align. Mm. 
Mm. When the Bible says uh, my thoughts are not, he's not saying that, oh, I think we say I'm on a I'm on a spaceship thinking. He's saying that we want, I want us to think alike in the sense that when when um Adam said, when God said, name the animals, and Adam said, that's a lion. And the Bible says what he's called them was what they were. Mm. So he wasn't saying anything new. He was on the same wavelength with God, and that's how God mm. wants us to be. So, mm. Father, if there's anyone who is going through anything right now mm. if there's anyone who's going through a loss mm. of what of whatever kind mm. you are the one who is all sufficient yes, you are the one who can restore Amen. father lord god step into their issues right now in the name of jesus Amen. no one comes onto you except you draw them so give them they might not have that strength to even call onto you so father draw them nigh to you divine coincidences place people in their lives you mm. said the lonelies and families mm. that would not that would genuinely be that bridge from mm. their hearts to their heart from your from their hearts to their hearts that christ would just mm. cross over pray for strength we pray to be able to see even beyond the grave to what you are doing yeah, for them to be able to understand that you work a new thing and your plan is not evil you did not think evil. You have never thought evil towards them. Mm. Give them that flicker of hope, that strength, that mm. power to be able to move on. Let them not think that it was their fault or, or not think mm. that, God, why did you do this? So whatever it is they, they're going through, whatever stage, whatever <laughs> process they need to go through, hold their hand. Because the, the, the shadow of the dark, um, the, um, the valley of the shadow of death, we didn't pray that you should take us out of it. It's to walk with us mm -hmm. through it. It's, the value of the shadow of death is not an indication that God is not with us. Mm. He will walk us through it. Don't take us out of it. Just walk them through it. Mm. Mm. So that when they come out, they come as a, is this not a rod that has been plucked out of fire? Mm. That they will be able to, after that, strengthen their brethren. Mm. Whatever they need, provide for them. Amen. show up for them Amen. and i pray for for daytola and stella that the strength in which they they're, they're doing this that you renew their strength Amen. the father lord god i decree and declare that this podcast will go from being just audio to visual Amen. and it will be an international Amen. phenomenon in the name of jesus Amen. that this that nations i declare that nations are open unto them Amen. in jesus name i pray Amen. 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 Woo. Woo. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house. <laughs> ah. Hallelujah. Whoa. We've been to church and back. Glory, mm. glory. 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 <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Natasha. thank, you, thank me. you so, so much. We are truly, truly grateful. We have been enriched. We have been inspired, uplifted. You know, Break. talking about loss <laughs> is a deep, deep, difficult topic. But mm. God is giving us grace to have this conversation Amen. in such a way that it's uplifting. And we recognize that God is helping us. So, mm. you know, we're just so grateful. So, so mm. grateful. And dear listeners, oh my goodness, that is it from us. We have come to the end of this episode, you know, and we hope that you have gleaned much from it, you know, and a big thank you to everyone again for tuning in, you know, 
please feel free to reach out to us via our email hello at whenlifestops.org and you can also reach out to snatcher his contacts will be in the show notes wow i'm I'm here just wrecked i can't even speak anymore i'm just completely wrecked you know but i want to thank you again snatcher for coming thank you for having me yeah i want to thank you for coming on we we really appreciate you and to our listeners if you need to go over this again please do i can just sense the holy ghost in this room right now Mm. all right so please don't forget to leave us a comment a review and a rating and share this podcast with anyone you know who may be experiencing loss we hope you found this episode helpful encouraging and comforting Till next time, we pray that you find the grace to find new meaning to life after loss. Thank you again, Snatcher. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. God bless you. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.